0: This is the What Happened Today podcast, your daily history podcast that tells you what happened on this day in history. Brought to you by the Productive Leisure Network, online, dot com, and on Facebook and Twitter at prodleisure. I'm your host, Will Floyd, and what happened today, October 18th, in 1561, the fourth battle of Kawanakajima took place between Daimyo. Takeda Shingen of Kai and Uesugi Kinshin of Ichigo. All of the battles of Kawana were between Takeda Shingen and Uesugi Kinshin, and all took place between 1553 and 1564. Kawanakajima was known as the island between the rivers. It was essentially a plain in the mountains with two rivers running beside it. It was sort of a natural battlefield in a lot of ways. And all of these battles took place during what's known as the Sengoku period, or in Japanese, the Warring States period. Sometimes it's called a civil war, although it's best described as essentially a series of internal clashes. Technically speaking, Japan was one nation, ruled by an emperor, although the emperor at this point was a figurehead, and there had been a shogun, the official power of Japan, but this had fallen apart, and real power lay regionally with daimyos, Daimyos were the feudal lords, and essentially they controlled land that they received agricultural revenue from, but in the Sengoku period, their control entirely lay with their ability to raise an army and lead it into battle against other daimyo. It wasn't like there were three or four that split up what is now Japan fairly evenly and kept their borders. Every little province, it seemed, had their own daimyo, and two of the greatest were Takeda Shingen, and Uesugi Kinshin. In fact, they almost parallel each other perfectly. Takeda Shingen was older, born to the ruling house of Kai province in 1521. He was the oldest son of the Daimyo. This meant he was intended to rule in his own right. When he came of age, he was given the formal name Harunobu, but after going off and living for a brief time as a Buddhist initiate, he got a Dharma name, Shingen. He would forever be known as Takeda Shingen, although his name remained Takeda Harunobu. But he was also known as the Tiger of Kai. And this was because leading out from the small province of Kai, he quickly became one of the most impressive military leaders in Japan, leading the Takeda clan. He started to conquer the provinces near him. First it was the Shinano province, then he conquered Shika and Fukashi. And by 1550, he was then on the border of Uesugi Kenshin's Ichigo. Uesugi Kenshin was not born as the first son of a daimyo. Instead, he essentially made it himself after being adopted into the Uesugi clan. When he was adopted, he changed his name from Kagatora to Uesugi Masatora, then he officially became Uesugi Turatora. But like Takeda Shingen, one of the many connections between them, after studying Buddhism, he took the name Kinshin. He also was a devotee of the Buddhist war god Bishamantan, who was important in the period in Japan. In fact, some of his followers believed that he was a reincarnation of Bisha And Kinshin would get the name the Dragon of Ichigo. He was a brilliant martial artist. Both Shingen and Kenshin had read Sun Tzu and were interested in Chinese mythology. And in Chinese mythology, a dragon and a tiger are bitter rivals. Who can't quite beat each other. And this really gets to the start of the fact that the rivalry between Takeda Shingen and Uesugi Kinshin was essentially a legend from the moment it happened. They first met in battle on the island between the rivers in 1553 in what's known as the Battle of Fusei, it was a skirmish that ended in a draw, and neither side could take advantage and conquer the other. A similar thing happened with the Battle of Sayagawa, or the Second Battle of Kawanakajima, in 1555. Two years later, the Battle of Uenohara, or the Third Battle of Kawanakajima. But in 1561, the biggest, the most well-known, and the one that is occasionally referred to just as the Battle of Kawanakajima took place. These were the two most important and fearsome military commanders in Japan at the time. They had already met three times in battle. They were the tiger and the dragon facing off. And when they met in 1561, they each had grand plans. As compared to the somewhat minor clashes taking place before 1561, Shingen and Kinshin seemed to put everything on their meeting at Kawanakojima for the fourth time. Kinshin made the first move, bringing about 18,000 men towards territory held by the Takeda clan. He wanted to take Kaizu Castle near Kawanakajima, and so they met once again. Sitting on top of Saijoyama mountain, it seemed that Kinshin and his 18,000 men had the advantage, and then Shingen moved with 16,000 men to face him. Camped on the bank of the Chikumagawa River, Shingen was in a less favorable position. Therefore, he wanted to move first, and he started with something known as Operation Woodpecker. This was the idea of one of his samurai, Yamamoto Konsuke. The idea was that... Under cover of night, 8,000 men would come behind Kenshin's force and drive the Uesugi army out of their positions in a scramble. Then, after this had happened, the rest of Shingen's army would be waiting in a crane wing formation. It was essentially an envelopment. Two bands of samurai went out from the headquarters where Shingen waited, and the two sides of the crane's wing would snap together, destroying the enemy. It seemed, though that Uesugi Kinshin knew what was going to happen. And he responded to the crane wing with the winding wheel. Known in Japanese as Kuruma Gakari, Uesugi Kinshin at the Battle of Kawanakajima in 1561 might've been the only general to have ever pulled it off. The idea of the winding wheel was to move so rapidly and in such a specific motion that essentially the front ranks kept being refreshed. There wasn't one line that charged, they would fall or move away, and the second one, essentially there were always reinforcements because of the movement of the armies. And the winding wheel moved ahead of the troops sent up. The two great generals had now tried to outmaneuver each other. And it was Uesugi Kenshin that got the upper hand. But he still was charging into an army waiting for him. And he was now essentially surrounded on all sides. But his winding wheel charged towards the headquarters of Takeda Shingen. Meanwhile, Yamamoto Konsuke, who had tried Operation Woodpecker to take Uesugi Kenshin by surprise, took responsibility. And while fighting as best he could and being injured by over 80 wounds, committed ritual suicide, Harakiri. But the real moment of battle that stands out in the history of the two daimyo facing each other, the moment of samurai legend, was that the winding wheel had managed to actually make it towards the Takeda headquarters. There, Uesugi Kenshin himself came upon Takeda Shingen. He had marched in so swiftly to the headquarters, in fact, that Uesugi Kinshin and Takeda Shingen were engaged in single combat. Kinshin looked to have the upper hand. He was charging in, ready to fight, and Shingen only had his war fan, which essentially was a signaling mechanism and actually built enough to be used as a simple weapon for a samurai to carry somewhere where swords were not allowed. But despite the fact that the fan was more than a simple paper fan, Takeda Shingen was clearly at a disadvantage. It looked as though Uesugi Kenshin would have the day and kill his rival. Instead, Shingen's bodyguards fell on Uesugi Kenshin and drove him off. But not before, Shingen would take three cuts on his armor and essentially have his fan destroyed. Kenshin would then retreat, and the battle effectively ended. The casualty estimates for the Battle of Kawanakajima are astonishing. Takeda Shingen... Lost 12,400 men. Uesugi Kenshin lost 12,960. And nothing changed after the battle. No one got new land. No one stretched their territory out. It was, in some ways, like all the other battles of Kawanakajima. They met on the island between the rivers, they engaged their armies, and stood at a draw. But of course, the fourth battle of Kawanakajima was the biggest. It had the most men die in battle, and it featured the engagement between Takeda Shingen and Uesugi Kenshin in personal combat. All of these small little elements made it so that the Battle of Kawana was legendary from the moment it took place. The image of Takeda Shingen holding off Uesugi Kenshin with his fan. The idea that it was two brilliant military tacticians trying to outsmart each other and not getting anywhere. It was ready-made for sagas and tales to be talked about in songs, to be depicted in art, which by the time of the Edo period, particularly in the 19th century, made the Battle of Kawanakajima one of the great moments of the Sengoku period for the Japanese people. As much as it was an important historical battle, too, impressive daimyo facing off, it also became the representative battle of the period. It was perhaps the greatest clash of samurai, the moment that embodied What should take place when armies collided? And it is what happened today, October 18th in 1561. That will do it for today's episode. But as always, please check back in tomorrow for a brand new episode because we are a daily history podcast and we do put out a new episode each and every day. You can also find all of our episodes on our website, ProductiveLeisureNetwork.com and on iTunes and Stitcher. And if you're listening to us on either iTunes or Stitcher, please. Subscribe to this podcast, leave a rating, and leave a review, because those are the ways that you can help us to get onto charts and be heard by brand new listeners. You can also help us out a bit more directly by going to our Patreon page, patreon.com slash Productive Leisure, and becoming one of our patrons. At Patreon, patrons give small monthly contributions to support ongoing creative work. Podcast Network. So if you want to hear more of the What Happened Today podcast or any other Productive Leisure Network podcast, please go to patreon.com slash Productive Leisure and become one of our patrons today. You can also follow us for updates on everything to do with the Productive Leisure Network on Facebook and Twitter at ProdLeisure. Thanks for listening and see you tomorrow.